spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, what's happening? Happy Monday. It is Chad of the Gatos and Chad Show. Kristen Bent's in for Gatos this week. Of course, next week, new lineup. New you, new 2024, uh, Gatos and Bruce from 4 till 7. Before that, you'll have Chris Merrill and uh, uh, Joe Heizenga. So the Chris and Joe show will be on from a 2 to 4. And then, of course, you've got the amazing Dave Ramsey, who's telling everybody, get that free because Jesus wants you to. <laughs> I don't really think he says that. Uh, all right, Chris, let's start. Uh, I said this, I don't know, uh, October 8th. We were going to be attacked at some point in time. Only through luck have we not had people killed up until, I'm not quite sure when this happened. It happened over the weekend, how long they held the story, because it wasn't on any of the Sunday stories yesterday. came out yesterday, but three troops killed. We've had some that were from here that are injured. Uh, This is a nightmare, and I've got to be honest, I look at this president, and I don't think he is, he's, I I just, I don't think he's going to do anything. But. We got three dead soldiers, and it is awful. Bob Gates, who works with both sides of the aisle, you know, in you know the highest levels, said uh, in all the years he worked in politics, Joe Biden was the worst geopolitically in the history he'd ever seen. Well, he's obviously showing that. He absolutely is. Wasn't he, like, telling Iran or the Houthis, like, don't do it, drinking yeah. a smoothie? Yeah. And don't do it. Don't. Hey, don't. don't. And they did it. Mm-hmm. And did now, it. Iran has said... We didn't do it, which is a lie because everything that's going on over there, you've got your tentacles in. Yeah, it's all Iran, all the time. And now the question becomes, does this affect him going forward? Because I will tell you, you look at this and you know, over the weekend, Trump's like, it's I wouldn't happen with me. Well, I don't I, I think Iran would have happened regardless of the situation. Just that I think, it, you know, Israel would have been attacked because you don't want is Israel wants to be friends with Saudi Arabia at this point in time, and Iran wants no part of that. Iran likes chaos and lunacy. He's got to act. He's got to do something. He's not going to. <sighs> He's got to. Absolutely. And he it's, should. It's weird, like, because you and I, right, we're a little bit more on the conservative side at times, mm-hmm. I think you would say, safe to say. And I look and I see all these people who are anti, you know, giving Ukraine money, uh, anti helping Israel out, but they're always they're all tweeting about you know bomb Tehran. <laughs> it's like, well, w- w- what do you want? Yeah, we want the war, not these guys. What does he have to hit? I think he's got to go after Iran in some way, shape. I don't think he can go after the proxies. I think he has to go after. He has to, but he won't. I mean, everyone's bought, everyone's bought and paid for. He's worried. And I don't think he's going to go after who he needs to go after. Houthis are nothing. Houthis no. are like, no. No, they're not. They're, they're not anything. And it's it'll be very interesting to see the way this thing plays itself out. Because I sit there, he's got the issues heading into 2024 that he doesn't know, you know, he's struggling with a lot of different things. And that's not trying. I'm not trying to be mean. I think everybody thinks, oh, you hate Biden. I don't. I want my president to succeed. I can also recognize when a gentleman is elderly and is having serious issues. Well, yeah, just the motor skills alone. If you go back and look, even three years ago compared to now, it is a marked difference to oh, where he when was. you fall down a cliff, you fall down. Yeah. And they're doing their best to hide it and all of that stuff. But when you see a cognitive decline like that, um, it's frightening. And yeah. it puts America in a really precarious position right now. That's the thing, right? Because you, you talk about... I take away all of the will he win the election, won't he? We're in a security issue moment in time because I have no idea 
you know, they're talking about how do we work through options. We've been attacked 160 times. You haven't had options on the table? There's no options? Well, imagine military commanders right now. That's one thing that you didn't have to worry about with President Trump. Yeah. Right? But imagine them sitting on their hands right now. And I, I truthfully think that Biden is very worried about um, raising the ire of China right now, attacking any of their interests in Iran. So I think that's why he's holding back. But you can't. No, you, you can't. You, you can't. can't. No. And and it's only by the grace of God, because for those of you guys who don't know, one of the first attacks was in Iraq. And a giant drone got through, and it got stuck in the ceiling, and it never exploded. That probably would have been way worse than this. And this is off. We have three soldiers dead. And this is a position where we find ourselves where they're working things out. I always go back to this. He was the no on Osama bin Laden in that room that night. What else do you need to know? Yeah. He was the no. I mean, you've got the most pragmatic individual in Obama who would like to, you know, we could talk it out to somebody. We chat about it. We Because that's the thing. Their whole thought process is we can talk it out. You can't. T- some countries no. you can't talk it out with. No. Zero. Zero. And this is I, I just think at some point in time, if you're going to send a message, send the message. And I go back to this. You and I, we're not old, but we're old enough to remember there was a guy named Ronald Reagan and there was a guy named Gaddafi and Gaddafi did a lot of horrible things. And then Reagan bombed the nursery. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I do remember. I that. had a T-shirt that had uh, where's the nursery at and it had a 15 and it, and you never heard from Gaddafi until years later. Yep. Like he was like, we're done. We're done. Okay, I get it. At any given time, you guys, your reach is so much greater than you could ever imagine. I don't want any part of this. And I don't think I don't think he's going to do that. I just don't. He's and I not. think I think he's gonna bomb two quote unquote strategic places that are gonna be like two thirty in the morning. There's gonna be a janitor, right? Mm-hmm. And and a couple other guys guarding what he thinks is going to be major weapons. And then he'll say, well we got them and they got the message and they're gonna continue. And the bad part of this is the supply chain issues that are going to happen with this whole Red Sea drama that oh. he's just like whistling past the graveyard on. It's going to affect Americans real quick. So let's talk about this. See, that's the other thing. Everybody's like, well, you know, I heard John Bolton, who is a war hawk, for those of you not keeping score. He said over the weekend, oh, he actually said this morning, I don't care. He should he should go after Tehran. But he said if he wants to get serious, he'll hit the oil fields and hit the nuclear facilities. Oil fields during an election year at a time when people are already pissed off about the price of gas Mm -hmm. is a non-starter. Absolutely. But we forget that there is – so you got the Red Sea, the Strait of Hormuz, any situation that would cause inflation, supply chains, isn't a win. Yeah. But you've got to do it. I think he needs to sink some of their boats. I think he needs to send a message that this is not – going to happen on my watch. And he's got to do it quickly. Yeah, he should have done it. I'm surprised they have it. They're talking. They're working through options. Oh I have God. no idea what that is. Chris and Ben's in for a Gatos. Uh, Gatos again. Gatos and Bruce next week, 4 p.m. right here. Uh, they'll come on right after Merrill and uh, Chris Merrill and uh, Joe Heisinger will be on. That's the big show, huh? With Joe. That's a big show with Joe and Chris. Big show. Next week. All right, coming up. Two weeks. Are you ready for two weeks of mania, two weeks of chaos? And who feels sorry for Ursher? Because I do a little bit. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Usher! Usher, Usher, Usher. So, uh, two weeks. 
until Taylor Swift has a chance to win her first Super Bowl ring. Yes. She's a rookie, though. She is a rookie. So, uh, Chris and Ben's in for Gatos today. So, two weeks. Like, last night, and I feel bad because she's there to watch her boyfriend play. And they put the camera on her every 30 seconds, right? Like, if he, you know, if, if, if there's a holding call and it's on him, the camera's on him. And I'm like, okay, I don't really need to see that. But two weeks of this mania. Two weeks of this insanity. There'll be more. It's going it, to, next week it's going to get way worse. Because this is that week where it's quiet, right? The players are really, you know, they're getting ready because they're going to be gone for a week. Mm-hmm. And getting, getting those ticket things out of the way. Because yep. they'll land on Saturday and Sunday. And then it's all go time. Two weeks, though, of her chaos. Mm-hmm. And then poor Usher, right? Poor Usher, indeed. I'm kind of bummed about So my friends and I were doing this whole mashup the other night and cackling, watching the game, trying to mash up Taylor Swift songs with Usher songs. Usher, Usher. Yeah. And there's some names that I can't say. I mean, oh. lyrics um, on our air for our dear listeners. But we were laughing our heads off because we thought it would be so funny if they would try to force some sort of... Halftime guesting no. situation. No, she's never. I mean, she's there to watch her boyfriend. Yes, she is. That's it. She's there to watch her boyfriend until he's of no longer used to her, and he can write a song <laughs> about how she she had been left heartbroken by him. By him, and we'll see. We'll see if that happens. But if I'm Roger Goodell, I am high fiving. Oh, absolutely. My my aunt texted me the minute the game was over. My Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. My aunt knows nothing about football. She, like Taylor Swift and the kids, then they saw Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey do their podcast, mm-hmm. and they liked it. It is hilarious. Now she watches all the Chief games, as if she's a Chief fan from Kansas City. You grew up in Long Beach, California. right? You're a Ram fan. Just deal with it. Right. So I... Two weeks, though, man. That's but this is the fairy dust that is Taylor Swift. She's just sprinkling it on the NFL. And you're drawing in viewers. So from a marketing standpoint, no, this massive. is what you want. This is amazing. Now, how much? See, that's just it. My question is how many? Because the halftime show is usually the biggest part of the, the game. So for those of you and who don't know. they have to pay big, big money for that, right? For the halftime show? Actually, no, they, they are do it for free. Yeah, they do it for they free. They do it for free. For the, for the publicity. Yeah, for yeah. the publicity. Ah. You know, I mean, they cover the cost of you getting there, all of your band and everything like that, but they're not, you don't get a dollar for doing the show. Like Rihanna's entourage is ridiculous. Yeah. Like the amount of money, they lost money on that deal because she travels with so many people, but that show is fabulous. Yeah. You know, same thing, but it was it Lady Gaga, which is coming down out of the crowd, which yes. I thought was pretty good. So it actually could end up costing the person who's doing yeah, the halftime. Yeah, it, does. Oh, it not, does. Your employees are not doing it no. for free. So. No. So but I was just going to say, if they were paying for the halftime show, the free Taylor Swift in the stands is going to be yeah. a bigger show. Uh, that, and that's just it. You're going to just turn around, play her music, and see if she sang along to exactly. it. Exactly. So it's just, but does anybody watch the game because of her? I think many children and many moms are going to watch the game because of her. And many dads are going to be taking their daughter to the Super Bowl because of this. Oh, my God. Mark my words. Hey, honey, 
We're going to go see Taylor Swift in concert? Nope. It's it's a win for you and a win for me. You can see her in the crowd. Maybe. And I can watch the game. Daddy can watch the game. Hey, it's better than four hours of Taylor. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Are you not a fan of Taylor? No hate. Um, I kind of aged out of that genre as well. It did my kids. So I appreciate her. You know, um, as an analyst, when the Fed mentions her influencing the GDP of a state like Pennsylvania when she came in for that show, I pay attention to that. So her power, her branding power, her marketing power, I pay attention. Yeah, tell us earlier, earlier we were talking about her cat. Oh, yes. So she has a cat. Swifties, don't be mad because I don't know the cat's name because whatever. But we were talking about branding and marketing power of Taylor and her influence with elections. We'll talk about that in a second. But the cat has a TikTok account. And the branding money behind that account, like if you were going to try to sell it to Anheuser-Busch or Coca-Cola or whatever— That would amount to about $97 million for the cat. For the cat. The cat is worth $97 million. So just imagine. The cat has a net worth. Many of you listening have a very poor net worth. Well, if they listen to Dave Ramsey, they do. Yeah. So (laughs) poor Dave. Taking a swipe at Dave. Come on now, Dave. I just, it is the fascination. You know, there's bets on how many times they're going to show her. and, And I just... Like the and let's let's not forget where it's been taking place. It's gonna be in Vegas. I love it. So it's even <gasps> oh more. Oh my god! Key. All the like bets that are gonna be made and all the chaos that's gonna go along with the fact that she's there. We have to talk about the engagement thing. You think it's gonna happen? I think if they win, mark my words, people. If they win, if Kansas City wins, I could see him dropping a knee, and not for football. Uh, well, it's big money. For big him. money for him. You know. And he, it's not like he needs it. What, he got $20 million from Pfizer for doing those bad commercials? Those were awful. Those were awful. But it's not Taylor money, honey. No, it's not Taylor money. But it's not bad for a guy who runs around. And by the way, if you've ever watched a football game, I, I know they make money. It's a, it's a hard way to earn a living. But here's the thing. He's playing fantastic football. He so is. it's not like he's some tool. No, no. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's the best at the position he's ever played. But it's just, it is, I wonder, it's like he's like... All this that is being thrust upon you has very little to do with your talent and you, what you do on the field. Do you think he cares? I don't know. You I don't gotta know have like you know a side hustle if you're going to lose brain cells. Oh, look at oh. that side hustle and brain cells. Uh, let's talk really quick. Is she going to be an influence for the Biden administration? Is doing everything they can to try to influence her to become an influence for him. Okay, so here's my thing. What is the upside? For her, Taylor Swift, in endorsing Joe Biden, zero, zero. Her cat would make more money. She's not going to be that stupid. I really, 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 really hope she's not that dumb. See, I think she will because of the disdain that people have for Donald Trump. I I, I think she will. Look at her base. They're all, you know. But they're all left-leaning, 20-somethings, a vast majority. Mom and dad may not be, but the kids are. And then young 20-somethings that are following her. They're single 20-something women are what dominate the the Democratic Party. Mm, I think that's a stretch. It's not a stretch. Go look at the the I think it's a stretch. So she would be, it would be career suicide for her to back him at this point. uh, Oh, I, I think if it was anybody but Trump. I would be 100% with you. But because it's Donald Trump and because of the disdain for Donald Trump, and we'll maybe we'll talk a little bit about this weekend and GOP and stuff coming up here in a little bit, but because it's Donald Trump, I don't think it would be because of 
so how much the media hates him, how much he is, you know, reviled by a lot of people. But the media, like, you can't look at. No, it's hard. The zeitgeist of the country. Again, this is cognitive dissonance. When you go into that voting booth, and I said this last week on Broomie's show, which probably wasn't um, a really fun comparison, but because I'm a consumer retail analyst, this is my job. Trump is a lot like Walmart. Okay? You don't want to talk about going there, but yet you spend your money there. Every American lives within 10 miles of a Walmart. Okay? Yeah. Walmart's killing it in the market. They're killing it in general. They're the dark horse. Do people show up in pajamas there? Probably. Do they look crazy? Maybe. Are you saving money? Yes. Is it the best for you and your family? A lot of the time it is. So he gets a lot of drama for the things he says and does. And we'll talk about E. Jean in a minute. Right? But I think where the country is going when you have crime and you have inflation, and you have a border crisis. He's the dirty secret, right? Like, is, what, that's uh, exactly what I'm I saying. I heard a buddy say this today on his podcast. He said, uh, "You did everything you can think about him, and the disdain you have for him as a person is justified. Oh, by the way, the other side never stops lying about him. So at the end of the day, what are you stuck with? Exactly. You know, it's it's that dirty whole secret about it. When you go to that booth, nobody knows but y'all. Nobody knows. All right, uh, Chris Betts in for Gatos. Coming up, we'll talk a little GOP politics. Apparently, Carrie Lake maybe kind of sort of got booed this weekend. There's a new person running the show here because DeWitt is out. Talk about that. A little E. Jean Carroll, if you don't know who she is. Talk about that straight away. It is the Gatos and Chat Show. The Gatos and Chat Show. Afternoons. So, Gatos... And Bruce kick off next Monday, 4 to 7, for that Chris Merrill and Joe Heisenga. So that all starts next week. Chris Metz in for Gato. So over the weekend, so it started last week with chaos. You came in, you did the the, the war room thing with us, which yes. is awesome. And the whole Carrie Lake thing broke out. Oh, my God, Jeff DeWitt. The, the chaos and you know, whatever. It's politics. I mean, you and I both know. Mm-hmm. You've been around long enough to know. You've seen it. You worked on Wall Street. Yep. Come on. The, those guys give money to both sides because they don't care who wins. They just want everybody out of the way. True that. So then Jeff's gone. This weekend, the big craziness of their A, you know, GOP AZ meeting happened. So with Jeff out, wise man, give us a little snapshot of what we thought maybe happened. Well, so first thing you need to know is that the media was not welcome at this meeting. So everything is kind of secondhand from people who are in the building. But from what I read, it got pretty wild. Carrie Lake showed up. Apparently, she got booed for like a solid minute. Um, so I don't know if that's true or not, but that would be the first time I've ever heard of her getting an unwarm welcome. Uh, also, the former chair, Kelly Ward, showed up and started grabbing microphones. So that's fun. People Why were yelling was she at her. grabbing microphones? I, I think she was just trying to get a point across and she cut some people in line, supposedly. I'm not entirely sure, but there's a wild video out there of it. Um, and then, you know, obviously the big headline is that Trump didn't show up in town last week. He decided not to come for his uh, Freedom Fest thing. They canceled that whole thing, which is big fundraising dollars for the party. Yeah, that's big fundraising dollars. Uh, Carrie, she got, I think, who she wants. She wants to run this party here. She does. She's gonna. I don't know how, I don't know what that does for the party. At what point, though, you know, and look, I say this over and over again when it comes to the Republicans. If the populism is what you want and you can get it through, great. But you got to win elections. 
that's at the end of the day, you've got to win elections. Would I rather have Nikki Haley over over Biden? One hundred percent. I think most people would. I think even some Democrats would. Would I would you like to see Trump win and then lose in the general, which I don't think he's going to do. I still think he's going to win. But I'm just pointing out across the board, you've got to run better candidates and you've got to win elections. Well, so stick around. I mean, MAGA populists are now in control. Um, the booing, not booing thing, those are probably like, you know, um, the Ducey Flake bench warmer fans, <laughs> <laughs> which they're all bench warmers, in my opinion. Um, you know, Carrie Lake, I'm telling you, she's galvanizing a lot of folks. And I think that, you know, very soon Ruben Gallego is going to be a, a distant memory, whether right, wrong or indifferent. I think he's. I think she's got a real shot. I know I a lot of people. Do, I think people a lot don't of give her enough credit that she's not. She's going to keep it close. There's no doubt about that. I think she's got a very good job. And and you and I both know that when it comes to something like this, and this is one of those situations where she's running against Gallego. We have no idea. I don't think Kirsten Cinema's running. So who, what's all that stuff up for? Because she's going to have at least twenty or thirty percent out there. What does the economy look like? How bad is the border? Because you and I both know if everything's great, very rarely do we change jockeys in the middle of a race. Things are terrible. There you go. There Bad you decisions. Go. Bad decisions. We, we've got people that are unhappy. We're not at war with Iran, but they're at war with us, but they're really not. And they killed three of our soldiers. We've got four more attacks happening at several other places. 165 attacks right now. And people aren't thrilled by this. And they don't feel safe. They don't feel safe. We've got a border that's wide open. Mm-hmm. And I, I I got into like a conversation with several people over the weekend, you know, on, on the Twitter. I decided, oh, I'll try On the, the Twitters. Twitter. The X, whatever the hell we're supposed to call it without getting in trouble I call anymore. it Twitter. So, so, and the guy's like, explain what Biden did. Well, let's go. First day, executive order repeal, remain in Mexico. Uh, stop funding for the wall and stop deportation of everybody that's here. That's so you you go and you do that and then you don't enforce any of the laws. I don't know what you want me to call it, but that seems like open borders. Mm, a little bit. It seems like we're open for business. Very much so. And not the good kind. No, no. And all of these things leads to the fact that we have what, eight million people supposedly come through here mm-hmm. in the last three years. And that's going to get probably worse, because I think if people think that that Trump is going to be president. I think some people are going to try to get in here under the wire. I think they're all doing it now. Yeah, as fast as they possibly can, but I think they'll really push that. So you you couple all that in there, and yeah, but I always say this. Carrie's about the only one I see that kind of pulls it off. At the end of the day, you got to win elections, and you know this, Kristen. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other people are cheap imitations of, Carrie, of, of Trump. Carrie pulls it off in a much better way because she understands media maybe as good as he does. Oh, my gosh, she's brilliant. So because of that, I think she she gets it where I think when it comes to all the rest of it, because let's be real, if Trump wins this and then he loses the Senate and he loses the House, he's got four years of being a lame duck, being impeached every other week. That's not fun. Mm, we'll see. Just stretch it out. Unless Vivek is going to be the uh, oh, tell everybody your your what's your new conspiracy with Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> this is a good one. No, we were laughing because, you know, TMZ, like when are they not credible? Right. And so, by the way, TMZ is probably the most critical news source. Critical, exactly, because they pay. <laughs> they do. They and their lawyers. But Vivek is out there saying that the Super Bowl is definitely rigged. 
for Kansas City to win so Taylor can back Joe Biden. Talk amongst yourselves. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack with that. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about cruising, which you said you will never do, and it's the worst experience of your life. Ever. But the Icon of the Seas launched this weekend, and if you haven't seen it, it is a four-block boat that is absolutely ridiculous and amazing. We'll talk a bit about that. And if you want to join the Navy, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you can. Yeah, anybody can. I mean, apparently. anyone can. We'll talk about that straight ahead. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. Join the Navy, feel free. If you don't have a diploma, it doesn't matter. Recruiting is so bad right now in the military. Uh, Kristen Benson for Gatos this yes. week. And, and, uh, and it's very interesting. Stuff that I don't think a lot of people are talking about is one of the things is TikTokers. It's TikTokers all about TikTok. are ruining because they're going on. They're going, don't join the military. It sucks. I don't get any of this thing. People are horrible. They want you to show up on time. <laughs> and nothing's a suggestion. You know, because it, it's, let's be real. I mean, for joining the military, they got rules. A little bit. A little bit. So now they're bringing some of these rules down. I think as if you have a GED, mm, no, you can I don't join even the military. They're requiring that even. Oh, they're not requiring that. No high school. Just ba- roll basically, up. you can breathe. Right. You know, it's like, can you breathe? Sometimes. All right, fantastic. Welcome to the Navy. You're in. And they're too, like, they're, every time you turn around, they're dropping and dropping down the standards. But when you listen to guys talk, and I forgot who it was last year, said, look, Already, like, 90% of or 75% of America is already disqualified from being in the military. I think because they're too fat. Well, not only that, but some people are too old. You've got a felony. You've had a drug. You know, you don't, you've even had a misdemeanor. You've had this. So, so you drop that down. Then you're down to, like, 25%. And out of that 25%, half of them aren't eligible because of their weight or this, that, and the other. Then you drop that down, and now you're at the point where it's like, you got nobody. And that is frightening. That is frightening. And we're getting ready to go to China, who's kicking our butts with TikTok, mm-hmm. is uh, if you see what China puts on TikTok for their people compared to us, like us, it's like the dumbest stuff you could find. Well, there you go. And for them, it's like, hey, this kid won a science contest. Mm-hmm. It's all about pro-China, mm-hmm. pro-this. Ours, it's like, just let the Americans drink from the fire hose of stupidity. Well, and that's exactly what we do. Hey, everybody, let's do this dance. Awful. Yeah. Awful. I mean, if it was if, if if we went to war with China and it was about a dance, we're gonna win. Man. Yeah. No, we're gonna win. We're gonna absolutely win. We don't have a lot of rhythm. We do. But a lot of folks are doing it. Yeah. Speaking of TikTokers, we should talk about those folks on the big fancy cruise ship. So there's two cruise ships. There's two big cruises going on. There's a nine month cruise, and then today. Or yesterday, they launched the Icon of the Seas. $2 billion this thing costs to build. It has a water park on it that's the size of a water. It's 20 stories tall. Who wants a floating water park? That is like my worst nightmare. Well, it's not meant for you, is it? Clearly not. <laughs> I don't want an STD. Thank you very much. But you get that's that from a water park? For not, well, what kind of water park are you going to? You never know. I'm telling you. You can't control who comes so to that water park. I watched, though, like because I've been fascinated by watching the the chaos of this thing. It it's is so amazing. It is amazing. Like, take away all the, like, Ugh. it is a floating, it's a city. It is four blocks long. 
Like you could put ten Titanics in this thing. We always think the that's Titan- not a selling point, Chad. But I, I appreciate. But you. it's four blocks. It's twenty stories high. Oh my God. You can do so many different things on. They got like a racetrack on it. They got all kinds of. Can you still shoot skeet? You ever <gasps> I watch wish that? you could. And Shooting clays is so much fun. And don't some of these ships like this one have like an amphitheater? Oh almost, yeah, almost as big as the one in the West Valley where yeah, you go. Yeah, see they a got concert. like five thousand seats yeah. for like if you want to go see whatever show. dinner show they've hired. You know, I was like, yeah. hey. So it is. It is amazing. But I was fascinated by because I've watched the commercials. So I went. I, I looked up a bunch of stuff. Cost two billion, and it is. It is, you know, like it or don't like it, it's a floating. Today, there, or this weekend, it was 10,000 people, but a stateroom, it's 3,500 bucks. So, do you think that cruising is back? Do you think that cruising consumers are the most resilient? I think cruising's back. Ugh. I know you don't like cruising. I got so sick. I know. It was awful. Yeah. And the people are gross. Some, well, where'd you go? Belize. See, if you, I went to Alaska, it was awesome. Because it's, it's a cold. Different, it's a different clientele. No, can't I went in September. There. Right when it's September, different clientele, right? Really? I've been to Mexico a couple times on a cruise, and I always said, mm, it's kind of float- floating trailer park. But it was fun, you know, but when you're younger, I get it why, you know, the, like I don't want to go to the Bahamas on a cruise like that. I would take my kids maybe on the Disney cruise. They're little. They would like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I get that. Have you been on a cruise, Becky? I have never been on a cruise. Don't go, girl. I have wanted to, and boy, I'll tell you what, you just keep knocking it down and go, nope, don't go, don't go. So I guess I'm not. No, you would. It's fine. Alaska's back, awesome. And I go back and forth. It's like, I kind of. Like I kind of think it it sounds fun the big the big one you just you know with yeah. all the stuff oh, on it the gigantic so I still am flabbergasted you mean this thing floats yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know how that happens two hundred tons but then I know Kristen's not wrong I know see floating floating petri dish you know exactly you know, what, you know what's crazy too you you don't realize how small you look at this thing and you think my God's four blocks long. Mm-hmm. And then you get out in the middle of the ocean, there's nothing around you, and you're like, we are a little itty-bitty speck. Mm-hmm. And that's why nature at any given time could decide, I've had enough of you, little speck. we got to talk about what's happening on the nine-month cruise. So the nine-month cruise is awesome uh, because they've decided, hey, we'll have fun, and we'll put some influence on there as well. And uh, the influencers are influencing people never to go again. But a lot of my friends want to go because of them, because there's so much pettiness on board, and oh, I can't wait for it. Yeah. I watched, so I watched uh, one of these influencers who was going to, where they were going to go to like the Antarctic to see penguins or something. Emperor penguins. It didn't work. So they came down for excursion. There wasn't going to be an excursion. Then people, he's filming it. There's Outrage. influencers are filming each other and their groups are fighting with each other because they've decided to join this clique from Omaha. And it is hilarious. It's a lot of alliances, kind of like, what's the show? It's like you- Survivor. Yes. yes. But oh on a like giant gosh. cruise ship. Influencer survivor. And it it's is. fantastic. And so like you have these young TikTokers that are ally, um, forming an alliance with these older, lovely ladies that cruise from like, you know, Iowa and whatnot. And, and they cruise all year usually. Yeah. They it's got funny. a lot of money and nothing to do. You guys have to watch. So I think it's called Cruise Talk on TikTok. Thank me later. Yeah. It's where, like I watched this one guy. He goes, we got down here. He goes, I've been here for four hours. We were supposed to go on an excursion, and no they just tender. come on. They just come over the thing and say, "Yeah, no excursion today." 
There was a revolt. This sounds it, horrible. It is horrible. And there's people. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, it's Antarctica. It was kind of windy. It happens. Yeah. And all they want to do is, like, this is the day you're supposed to see the penguins. And they dressed up like penguins, yeah. which I thought was hilarious. And they sat there for, like, four hours. And then they didn't have any, like, I think soda ran out. Excuse me, vodka yeah, ran vodka out. Ran Let's out just well. focus here. Yeah. So God. the alcohol was running. And no Diet Coke. Yeah, that was oh, what no, it was. That no, that was a Diet catastrophe. Coke. See? Somebody goes for nine months on this cruise. Yeah, they're not I will literally kind of kill myself. Oh, I'm right there with you. See? You know what, though? If you're old and you're retired, and maybe you and, and your sober. husband are like, we sold our stuff and got <laughs> some money, I'll cruise for a year, and we'll have some fun. You know where else is good cruising? If you go to Europe and you can cruise the canals, they yes. do those. That's fun. Love that. That is fun. Baton mouche. Yeah. I'm uh, down. So there you go. Uh, Kristen Betts in for Gators. Coming up. What happened at Gilbert with one of the schools? Did they fire a coach because of maybe what happened with Preston Lord? We'll talk about that. A lot of other stuff to get to. It is the Gators and Chat Show.